Yo, 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 this is KY. This is Collision Sports presenting the Den. I got my boys with me. I got Luke Lucas and I got Royal, that man. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Uh, I'm going to let Luke uh, take over for a little bit. Um, yeah. We got something you want to talk about. Yeah, we uh, hate starting us off like this. You know, feel like we're getting, uh, doing this just a little bit too much, but uh, we definitely got to. Uh, uh, have another moment of silence uh, to start the show off. The boy uh, Jeremy Walker. Jay Walker. Uh, Jay Walker, he was a good dude, man. KU football player, you know, he was just a really good dude, man. Businessman, took care of everything. So just want to have a moment of silence for him real quick before we start off the show. How old was he? Uh, man, Jay Walker was No more than 28. Yeah. 28. 28, yeah. Life's precious. Yeah, um, it is. Let's just uh, grab your loved ones a little bit closer, um, you never know what can happen. Yeah. All, right. All right, so, hate that we're, you know, we do this because we want to talk some sports, Man. talk about some draft stuff, NBA basketball, so sorry that we have to stop that off like that, but we're gonna try to switch it on to the sports. Um, sorry if we sound a little bit too um, happy about the sports, but you know, I just heard learned about this like two minutes ago, so. I feel for his boy, and I feel for you know his family, and I hope that they can get through this. I feel like, man, if he was still here, even, even gone, I think, you know, still himself, he still wants to chat it up a little bit about football and everything. You know, even the short time I got to spend with him, you know, he it seemed like his passion was definitely football. You know, even you know that that was just stuff we used to just talk about, man, just bounce back and forth with each other. So, uh, yeah, I know he's a. Uh, Definitely uh, looking down on them and see. Gotcha. And you know, we're going to try to do them good right now. So. Alright. So, the Royal and Luke knew them well. So, if they, they need it, if they're a little quiet, they might be getting their emotions together. I'll try to keep it as much. I have to talk, unfortunately, which you know I hate doing. But, um, alright. So, uh, the NFL draft just passed. Um, what is it? A lot of teams drafted for the future, a lot of teams drafted for the now. Um, we, me and uh, the boys, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. We watched the first round, um, and so I know a lot of people was talking about the most shocking picks. So we'll go with the shocking picks in the first round. But here's the thing: I'm not gonna cop out and say the the first pick was the most shocking because everyone's like, "Oh, Baker Mayfield going number one overall to Cleveland was the most shocking one." But that's like there was reports all day that Baker Mayfield was. Um, the Browns' number one quarterback on the board. So, mm -hmm. um, it really didn't surprise me. I guess the biggest surprise for me, personally, was the fact that the Arizona Cardinals was able to trade up into the number 10 spot and get uh, Josh Rosen. Because Arizona, they were in that weird spot where they didn't have a quarterback of the future, and they really didn't want to get a developmental quarterback. So, I mean, Josh Rosen was seen as the most polished of the uh, QB prospects this year. And I just think they have a quarterback of the future. Another one is, what is it, uh, Davenport for the Saints. They traded a future first-round pick for next year. Uh, they traded up to, like, what is it, 15, I believe? Who? Uh, the Saints. Uh, no, to 12, wasn't it? No, I'm not the Saints. Saints. I'm looking right now. Excuse me, guys. Uh, number 14th overall. So, yeah, they, tra they drafted, they sent their uh, 
was the 29th overall pick, and they sent their next year's first round pick to get Marcus Davenport. I think that was the biggest shot. I assumed that it was going to be Josh Jackson at 14, mm-hmm. but they that said was the biggest shot. That for, like I said, Josh Rosen, the, the Cardinals was able to get him at 10. I thought Josh Rosen would have been gone, and then I thought that when the Saints jump up 14, 15 spots and they give up a first round pick next year, oh, you get a quarterback. Now they by get the time it. the Saints got there. The Saints got jumped up. Josh Rosen was gone oh, by the time the Saints. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, yeah. so, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen would probably, probably be my number one shocker because of where he was drafted, he was drafted tenth. I wouldn't call that a shocker because uh, a lot of people don't like his disposition, his attitude, and things like that. But they what, got about, what about them not drafting for the future and uh, uh, Lamar Jackson? You know, you figure I mean, Drew Brees is not getting any younger. Uh, you know, he's one of the older guys in the league. Yes. Uh, you know, period. So you, you figure you would look for a younger talent at the quarterback position. Uh, and I, I just think that I don't know. I don't, yeah, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, you, you feel probably, what I'm saying? Like yeah. what I'm saying is like I'm not saying that Josh Rosen was not a yeah. good prospect. What I'm saying is the fact that number ten was round and Arizona was like, oh man, we're not missing out. What that tells me is that they definitely like Josh. I think they like Lamar Jackson because they figured that would be the only quarterback left for him at 14. But when they saw that Josh Rosen was up there. Arizona sent was a third or second round pick next year and just jumped up four spots. Mm-hmm. So um, that was what was surprising to me. The Marcus Davenport one was just so out of left field. We're expecting to hear Lamar Jackson. Yeah. The, like the camera's on Lamar Jackson and Marcus Davenport walks up on the. But can you say the same thing about number four then with the Browns? Because okay. uh, uh, nobody nobody was expecting. There's a award to go number four. Everybody let alone, thought Chubb. Let alone a defensive back. Everybody thought Chubb. Everybody thought, but here's the thing. Everybody thought that. Wait, here's what it everybody, is. But everybody either thought Chubb, Vita Vea, you know what I'm saying, Vita or Vea. somebody else, even maybe Derwin James and Mika Fitzpatrick would have went I, I will give you that. They thought Mika. They thought Mika. They probably thought Derwin James. They probably definitely thought Chubb, Barkley, if the quarterbacks was picked the way they thought it was going to be, possibly. The Denzel Ward one was a shocker because – if you're going to draft a corner like that, the only corners I can remember drafted in the top four or the top eight in the last couple of years were Jalen Ramsey, uh, was it uh, Miller uh, out of Alabama, and I believe it was Claiborne out of LSU. So if you draft a corner that early, uh, he, he better be Jalen Ramsey because more often than not, you might uh, got I mean – there's a war, you know, even pre-show today, we were, you know, just going over what he could do. I mean, he he, he has the athletic ability, you know what I'm saying, to, to be a Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you know, he's not afraid to, you know, stick his nose in there and hit. He's also not afraid to extend out for the interception. You know, he, he seems to be like a dynamic player. So, and if that... And given, you know, the Browns were, I guess, they have to replenish some they of their defense everything. anyway, right? So they lost, <laughs> they they lost Joe Hayden. They lost a court, court yeah. too. They traded him away anyway. Mm. Yeah, so they're going to need – yeah, they needed to retool their defense a little bit. Was your like Chubb there? Possibly opposite. Who's that? Miles Garrett what got you, it at night. What do you, what do you, what do you think, Roy? Would you – in that position, if you had – they had uh, – the Browns passed up on Donald, Sam Donald, whoever won um, – well, a draft expert say that he was the number one rated quarterback on a lot of people's boards, except uh-huh. for the Browns, and that's all you really need is one person, that team that likes you. It's true. But 
they said without a doubt, Chubb, under the quarterback, was the number one rated player. I'm going Chubb. I would have went Chubb, too. With, with Garrett, uh, whoever uh, my corners are, they're going to ball. I got Jamar Taylor on one side. I only need one more corner. But the thing, but the thing was is that I uh, was reading on NFL.com that they said uh, they asked Dorsey and they asked Hugh Jackson well, like one of the reasons why they drafted Ward instead of Chubb. And their primary reason was is because they said that uh, sacks lead to interceptions and interception uh, better coverage leads to more sacks. Mm-hmm. So what they what so what so what they what they did was they said yeah we could sure up the pass rush but if a team wanted to do quick slants and two set like three step drops and shotgun formations where it's very quick and it'll be really hard to get a pass rush mm-hmm. get a corner that can buy you know a few more half a second that way the pass rush could get there. Because the front seven pass rush is all about hesitation. You know what I'm saying? So you know it, and the Browns got a talented front seven. From my knowledge, I know they shouldn't uh, Shelton out to the uh, Patriots because they didn't see him as the. As a, man, that's the thing about the, the Browns. They they got so many of the top uh, 15 picks every year. Mm-hmm. They can pretty much they have a draft a bust on almost a few of them, and it won't hurt them because they have like two or three. Man, they draft a bust average three per year. And they're all in the top sixty picks. So it would be one thing if they were like fourth and uh, later, but at that point, I mean, realistically, I I think the Browns did a they they had a good draft in my opinion. That the first one, as you said, number one wasn't a shocker to me because mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield was getting floated out there. But you know, the other thing that that threw me off, the reason why they say they got Baker was because, um, and this is just like I want to know what your opinions on this comes out that uh, Baker's agent said that a team that was looking to trade up to number two. You know what team that was? Patriots. Patriots. So, the Patriots wanted the Browns to not pick uh, Baker because they would have just traded up. The Giants would definitely traded everything. I mean, they were like, oh, we would have had like four or five picks in the top 60. Yeah, we would have done that. I would say that Patriots just pulled their card. Patriots hyped up Lamar Jackson had two opportunities to get him. <laughs> well, but here's the thing: I think they only like Baker. If, if this, I don't think they like Baker at all. I think this, they wanted Cleveland to pick Baker. What this draft shows me is that they, without a doubt, probably only like Baker Mayfield. And the Lamar Jackson thing was a float because they wanted the Browns not to drive Baker. In all honesty, I don't think New England liked any quarterback in this in this um, draft. That's why they didn't get one. Sure. I mean, so they finessed their way through it, put put the install, install fear in, into everybody else saying that we were going to get this one if they don't get them, and everybody fell for it. That picked the quarterback. Pretty much. I mean, but, uh, but are we sure? Are we sure the pettiness is behind them these days? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you also just heard recently Tom Brady. Uh, perhaps he was alluding to it. Perhaps he wasn't. About uh, not being right, 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 not being appreciated in New England. Sure. Uh, uh, you know where where does that stem from? Is really is there really still front office drama in Foxborough? Of course, I, I think it's drama. to the point where they can't, they don't want to even draft the the future in quarterback. I got a question. If I think it, until it's until it's for sure that Tom is gone, they probably won't draft one. I mean, I, here's the thing, that's, Tom. I, I, I assume that Tom Brady definitely wants to play football, um, but he didn't declare that he wanted to play until just recently today, mm-hmm. after the draft, which is very, very convenient. So, 
Um, the only other quarterbacks that they I could see them drafting was Kyle Levitave, uh, um, and then the only other uh, Mason uh, Rudolph with the Steelers drafted. So I mean, Patriots Patriots have a solid draft. They definitely reassured well, Danny Edwin. Yeah, they got a, they reassured their draft. Like I'm sitting there looking at their picks right now. They got Isaiah Wynn. They but they they draft that. That was a reach in my opinion. Isaiah Wynn. Yeah, I would have. They could have got, got Willie. Will, yeah, Willie. Will uh, Willie could have got Willie. Giants got Willie later uh, in the second round, a few picks. Like three picks day. later, and they got Sony Michelle, who mm-hmm. we all we debated with last week's Chubb or Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle might be the bigger version of Deion Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, Jets, Jets really didn't have a lot of picks because they traded up to get uh, the number three pick. They got Sam Darnold. Looked like they really got the player they wanted. Um, they got the quarterback of the future. Uh, essentially. The teams that are asked out in terms of quarterbacks in the future right now are the Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots. New England will obviously be in the Super Bowl conversation, but Miami have Tannehill, who has two years of torn ACLs. Um, Buffalo Bills, they got Josh Allen, number seven overall, and they got uh, the Jets, they got uh, Sam Darnold. So they have their quarterbacks in the future. The other two teams have to really uh, figure out what they're going to do. So True, but at the same time... Uh you know, just looking at who they got, it looks like Miami is trying to short their defense a little bit. The Minka Fitzpatrick one was, was a, was a it, it wasn't a reach. No. Um, all right, yo, yo. That is, he right. said, oh, so one, one, no, one thing, all right, so one thing we wanted to get into was biggest <laughs> value in the first round. Granted, it's the first round, so all of them are valuable, valuable but at the same time, we're talking about where they were picked and did you think you were going to get those players? And Luke and Roy are going to laugh at me. Oh. I think the biggest surprise for me was number six overall, Quentin Nelson, to the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> if you would have told the Colts that you get the best offensive lineman in the draft at number six. He's probably the best offensive the, lineman in, in the 10 past. years. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, I'm trying to think. Uh, they they yeah. think an Orlando I've, Pace type thing. I've never seen nobody get projected for a Hall of Fame fresh out of college. I think yeah, Orlando yeah. Pace was. Uh, who else? All he has to do is stay healthy. Uh, Lane Johnson was seen pretty high, but Lane Johnson wasn't going to see be seen as the number top five Man, pick. I want the Lane Johnson out of all. Of like you know what I'm saying? So, so bad, like, bro, really? like, like, Quinn Nelson was primarily the guy that they said that was going to protect Andrew Luck because at number six they could have they could have got you know they could have had Antsy because they don't know if Andrew Luck can play. He's still not throwing the football supposedly. Mm. Um, and you, they could have went uh, Mika Fitzpatrick because their defense is not very good. They just got um, Malik Hooker last Malik year. Malik Hooker, you know, so he had a torn ACL, so you don't know if he can stay healthy. But now you got Quentin Nelson at number six. Any other, any other draft, he probably be picked on top four. You know, mm, but top two, not two. Not, <laughs> nah, you ain't drafting no guard or tackle. Number one, not with the quarterbacks. The team that has number one overall pick needs a quarterback, more than likely. Other than the Colts. The Colts have the number three. When last time you seen somebody like that come out the drive? I mean, I haven't seen it very Joe often. Thomas, I'm answering for you. You're right, though, because Joe Thomas, oh, my God, why are you drafting number one? Joe Thomas is just retired. Yep. First team. Never missed a snap. Of, never missed a snap until his arm was literally hanging off and still trying to play. So, I, I would say, out of that first round, I would say – Packers with Jair Alexander. Ooh. That's a good that's a good value pick. And it only got better when they got Josh Jackson. I, I, 
It only got better. No, no, no. How would the league let them get two of the two? I have no idea. No, Aaron Rodgers said, oh, my God, I can score 30 points and I have to worry about getting up 40. Looking at this, bro, that's not easy. Packers had an excellent job. Josh Jackson and Alexander. And they got Jamar Moore, which is quietly a good pickup for them. Because... Yeah, I was yeah. Uh, was it South his, Carolina? Uh, no, Mizzou. Mizzou his, right. his hands, he, he's got, he's he's got reliable hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, especially about? for a dynamic quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. He'll he'll like Jamal Moore uh, as a replacement to Jordy Nelson. You know, they're talking about getting Des Bryant to add to that court. Oh. Well, if they get Des Bryant, Des Bryant ain't going to be much better than Jordy Nelson. But Jamal Moore, his youth. His youth and his flat-out athleticism will allow him to be just as good, if not better, given his potential. What he was doing at Mizzou and what he could do under Aaron Rodgers. I just I know, I know if you Scott, add if you add Des with Jimmy, with but I know we talking about first round. Pick. No, I'm just I'm sorry. We yeah, no, mentioned off. What about you, Roy? Who you got as your most value? I kind of know. I think I know where you're going with this, but yeah, let's see. You know I'm going with Derwin James. Derwin James, oh. top ten talent, top five talent. Top ten, most definitely top five. Was we thought that he could have been the fourth pick overall when the Browns got uh, Denzel Ward, but I mean the fact that Derwin James, I didn't think he was. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to get past fifteen. I didn't think he was going to get past the Raiders to be quite honest. Seventeen, he's getting past ten at all. Really? Didn't know. I, I'm not gonna lie. If it, it would have got to the twenties, I would want the Steelers to give up one of the third round picks that they acquired from the Raiders and try to jump up yeah, eight spots. But when the Chargers literally took value over needed at that point, I mean they needed it. Like everyone needs a talented player, but they both was a need. But I feel like the safety was more of a need than the quarterback at this point. True. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, so that was one of the biggest uh, values. And as I said, not value. We're not talking about the most talented player. We're talking about the player where you pick if you're the most value. Obviously, if you got Chubb at four, Chubb will technically be a, a, a great value at number four. He could have been a – but he was the, arguably the best player. Baltimore had old draft. Baltimore had a great draft. Uh, biggest reach. Biggest reach for me in the first round. That's tough. Barkley. Uh, Saquon Barkley? I, I'm just saying that. No, I'm going to let you talk first. No, we're going to let you talk. I'm just saying that because of experts. I figured you would have said that. But, uh, but uh, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Barkley, to me, I, I, but I've said this to Royal, and I'll put this on the mic. I've never really cared too much for dudes who can't really produce in between the tackles. As far as a running back goes, like you, like if your game is one dimensional to the point where you only good uh, outside the tackles, mm-hmm. I mean, good luck in the NFL because it's a, it's a much shorter, compact game. It is definitely a between the hash marks type game, especially in the run game. As far as the run game is concerned, now if they plan on using him uh, in, for receiver duties too, okay, I, I get the pick. But in terms of a running back. I I just don't like him that much. I definitely don't like him that much to pick him at number two when I need to get me a, a quarterback. Okay, quick question before we go to Kenny: Who do you think is going to have the best career, better career out of all the running backs drafted? Uh, well, Giants got him some help in the second round as well as offensive lineman. I think, as you said, though, but the thing I, I lean towards I lean towards Penny. Just because I like Penny's game, I think Penny—he's like a baby beast mode. I think he has a more complete all-around game. 
You can use him in between the tackles. You can use him outside the tackles. He's even a decent return man. So you know he's got fair, he's got decent speed. The only knock I've always had on Penny was that he needs to finish the long runs because what you can get away in college, you can't get away with in the NFL. All right. And and them boys be hawking All right, <laughs> in the so, NFL. So okay, so here's the thing. Um, Sean Penny, he is going to be my biggest reach out. Wow! <laughs> wow! Hear me out! Hear me out! Hear, hear me out! Hear me out! Hear me out! Hear me out! Here's the thing. You team me up. It was that's so crazy. That's what I said. We've been we've been we've been friends and cousins, family too long, man. So check check this out. Uh, Geis out of LSU, I thought was a better football player. I thought uh, Chubb was a better football player. I thought Tony uh, Sony Michelle was a better running back. I get the whole uh, the whole penny thing. Um, he's a bigger he was a bigger back. I think he's a bigger back than Sony and Geis. But I think I that think they, I think that the other the other running backs I said have they displayed the same amount of power and they sh- shown that they can actually uh, dominate in bigger conferences. Mm-hmm. Granted, um, San Diego State, you know, if I could be drafted number one overall and dominating them, I would have, you know, it didn't work out like that. But at the same time, if you did it at a bigger conference, I'm going to take that into consideration as well. Um, uh, surprise. Um, you team me up right there, but the one I was going with originally was the Dallas pick, uh, Linton Vandler Etch. Vander. Oh yeah, no Dallas. That's my Dallas might be the largest market. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't mean to take a roll, but you can take that one because the only reason why I say that is because who was left on the board? Rashad Evans was still on the board. There were plenty of there was linebackers. Roquan was two picks later. Yeah. No, Roquan went. I mean, Rashad Evans, my fault. Rashad Evans, Roquan Smith went off the boards way quicker than we thought. The Bears said we gonna we gonna get our next Singletary and draft him eight overall. So in the inside, they drafted the man and so basically there was only three football. linebackers that had first. What's that? I said they drafted the man who played eight man football in high school. That's man, so like, but here's the thing though: if he could play, he could play. What I'm saying is like you had three run, you had three linebackers inside linebackers, not outside, that were deemed as first round talents. One was picked the number eight, and one was picked the number twenty two. So the fact that you got the third rated one on a lot of people's boards. I think that's a, a reach, especially when Rashad Evans was like, I'm, I'm just a waiting for his name to be called at number 19. I said, Roy, I think I took yours. Do you have any other one? I didn't mean to take yours, but. Uh, uh no. Um, I thought there was better, but I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to hate this. I feel like Terrell, uh, Terrell Edmonds might be a reach. I didn't, I was going to let you do that one. I, was, I figured if I had said the one, and I agree with you, but I'll let you continue. Why do you think that was? Because you thought it was better football players? <clears throat> If you was going to go safety, I think you could have got possibly better value with Ronnie Harrison. Was it basically Bates? Was it Bates? Bates out of Wake Forest. They said it might have been a better football player. And I Him think too. He was I think what we Justin is, Reed. I think uh, Justin Reed. <laughs> Justin Reed. Here's the thing. Oh, here's why I think. Um, and maybe you guys, we've been watching football a long time, NFL draft. And one thing I'm starting to notice is, is that I think that when these players, when these teams get to a certain point in the draft, is that they pray and hope that the player that they really like is right there. I know that sounds redundant. Obviously, it's a draft, but hear me out. Like What I'm saying is is that in their minds, Terrell Edmonds was a guy that they didn't expect to be there. They thought someone was going to reach and take him earlier. And when they got here at number 28, demon and what they're going to do at like pick number two, we could talk about uh, round number two if we want, but they knew what they were going to do. They ended up picking James Washington out of Oklahoma State because they traded Martavius to the Raiders earlier that night. So they took the safety that they deemed they could fit their scheme. And 
here's the thing. You draft for scheme. If you draft for scheme, mm-hmm. I will give you a pass no, originally until I see Ron Harrison as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Until that happens, yeah. like think he has to be a Hall of Famer. The, the, like, bro, the, what I'm saying is, is like I don't think Ronnie Harrison will be a Hall of Famer. What I'm saying, I, I think no. he is. But you get what I'm saying, right? So basically, yeah. like a perfect example, right? I know that we 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 we, we laughed at your play, but Vita Bay got drafted to Tampa Bay, right? <laughs> Tampa Bay necessarily didn't need Vita Bay. He was the best. He was the they most valuable. They got Jeremy McCoy, don't they? You know what I'm they got Jeremy McCoy. So they, they literally drafted over value and scheme. They ran 4-3. They said, we're going to put Vita Bay with Jeremy McCoy. Copycat league. They did what the Eagles and the Rams did. Exactly. So uh, if you draft for scheme and you so have the coach and you can, you can develop them, you can draft the players you want. That's but, really what I and, – and like I was saying, again, pre-show, that's what, you know, I was saying – is that I feel like teams this year feel like they can truly develop these players that come or that are coming out of college. That's what as, you get paid. As, That's what you get paid. Million as you call them tweeners, but as I call them hybrids. You know, as long as you can develop them, develop them for a specific role. I think you'll get you'll get the maximum potential. But see that, but I mean that's something that I feel like. Okay, then I'll speak for myself. At least for my team lately. I feel like I haven't seen that from them. I feel like they were literally at one point drafting the best, either the best player available or the best player at a position, but they weren't drafting good players that they felt could fit into their scheme necessarily like directly, like like we did this year. So they, they basically they wanted to draft, as you said, the best players on Mel Kuyper's board yeah. or their, uh, you know, so maybe they'll scout the board. Right. And they said, we're just going to put them in this scheme and they should be able to know how to play it. Now, granted, now Darwin James was at 28 or 28 and they chose Edmund, then I probably would have been in an uproar because, like, there's certain players. There's about four or five players that they said that could fit almost any scheme. You had the Darnold, you had your Barclays, you had your Chubbs, you had your Wards, and you had Darwin James. Everyone else, and the Quentin Nelson, six, sorry. You probably have those players that probably can fit any scheme. If you have a zone run team, Quentin Nelson can probably do all that. You got kick step team, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barkley. Barkley, you say you don't run inside tackles, but he can if you probably if you coach him. Mm-hmm. If you coach him, yeah. if you coach him, everybody, him. everybody can change my reach. What's up? Can I change my reach? What's your reach? The Raiders, Colton Miller. I, you know what? I'm gonna leave the Raiders alone because they. Can we talk about this? The Raiders. I don't remember you saying the reach. It was reach. He said, said reach. I said he said Evans. Terrell, oh, Evans. I did not switch to Evans. Yeah, because we basically we then we switched it to the scheme fits. But no, I'm gonna lie. When the Raiders picked him, we was all we all looked at each other like, like who? You talking about Cole Miller? Yeah. You gotta think about UCLA left tackle. Yes. You gotta think about what lead what division they in. <laughs> you, gotta think, you gotta think about who is coming off the edge. To I absolutely like, murder with, 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 their them, car. with them short, choppy steps, he's not gonna be able to stop now. I mean, but I understand, but you got know. But you, but like we, like we're discussing right now, perhaps the Cole Miller fits their scheme. Perhaps they knew Donald Penn was gonna get in some trouble. Perhaps they knew, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of this stuff was really about to just bust out in the open, and they gotta, and they gotta, you know what I'm saying? They gotta do something about that line because you gotta protect Derek Carr. Number one, I mean, that's a franchise quarterback. In a division that just drafted a Chubb brother who has Von Miller on the other side, Melvin uh, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, Justin Houston, you knew the Chiefs was going to try to find as many pass rushes as they could in the draft or people who can attack the line of scrimmage. 
You know you gotta protect your quarterback. I feel, like, I feel, like, so. I feel like the Raiders had a Tracy Morgan uh, episode where they was like, no, right. no, 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 you're no, not gonna bend no. our quarterback. You're not gonna bend our quarterback and break his back again. They have no choice. But that's what I'm saying. Well, was, like, that, 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 that to me, you're right, it's a reach. It's a reach, but it's one of them. You gotta do it. You, you can never. To me, you can never reach for offensive linemen in the first round because obviously, yes, we got can. we got four of the top seven pass rushes in one division. Yes, you can. Ask Ask Jacksonville how they feel about old boy. <laughs> you talking about Jokel? Yes. <laughs> I mean, Jokel, in my opinion, was a little bit better than Fisher. Okay, but he was. Jokel's a better athlete. I'm talking about like Eric Fisher talking about right now. But Joker's also Eric Fisher guard was a better right athlete. This is very true. Eric Fisher was a better athlete. That's why he was that's why he went number one. Isn't that what it was? No, Eric Fisher's yes. in a better scheme for him. <laughs> He's a better athlete in that West Coast offense. He's moving way more. Right, we talking about Joker went to the Jacksonville Jaguars before before the, the, the before the turnaround. <laughs> I mean, I thought did they? Did they that was a tackle draft. That was a tackle draft. Everybody was like, "Hey, man, no, oh, play, no players is good enough. We're gonna take tackles in the top ten. Yeah, that was like Chance Warmack, uh, yeah. DJ Fluger, yeah. Lane Johnson, Jokel. Yeah. yeah, so it was crazy. So those were the biggest reaches. Um, all right, so we're gonna go past round one. Obviously, you know, if you got picked in the first thirty-two picks, you obviously did pretty well. Congrats, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I'm glad that he got here. They're gonna get a Super Bowl about that, man. <laughs> I hope it's not. Hope it's in the distant that. future. Distant that. future. Believe but that. that um, so we're gonna talk about value picks past number thirty-two. Mm. So, are we all rounds or just second? You can, we can go rounds two to two to three. Two through three. Oh my god, I can't talk today. Alright, so two to three. Right, I got it. Four. Um, four. Go to four. You wanna go four? It, it, some, Let's do four value. later. It's Let's do four value. later ten minutes from now. Let's All do four right. later uh, a few minutes from now. Alright, so um for me, I'm going to go with hmm, where is it? Round two? I'm gonna go Houston Texans. Justin Reed. I think he was one of the best football players left on the board. I think he didn't fit necessarily the schemes of a lot of the first 32 picks. But when Houston when Houston saw him and they said we would put Tyron Matthew with him, Justin Reed, every time I watch Stanford, Stanford always has about three or four players. Granted, they are seen as an academic school. He, he just popped up out of my screen. He's uh, Eric Reed's little brother. I think that he can – if Tyron Matthew might be playing for the make it or break it deal this year, but I think Justin, I think Justin Reed is going to be a beast, and I think that the fact that you got one of the top five safeties at number sixty-eight, when the league is all is changed into nothing but sub packages, he can blitz, he can get interceptions, oh, yeah. he can cover tight ends, and that's the thing. If you if you're a safety, you're not getting drafted. If I was in charge of the team, if I'm not drafting you in the top two rounds, if you can't cover tight ends, period. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you. I, I can draft the linebacker for all that. If I needed someone to get burnt by tight ends, me personally, um, what is it? Uh, let me see. I would say I would say the people who probably got the best rounds two to three now. Yeah, I know what you're looking at? Oh, two to three. Okay, well two. Well for round two, oh man, best value pick. It's got to be between Green Bay and the Giants. The Giants got Will one. Hernandez and you pick Green one, Bay, we Green Bay got Josh Jackson. Okay, who would you so say? If I got to pick one, I, I got to pick one. Out Texas. Oh, no. Texas. And who you say? Okay, I'll say, oh, man. Man, pick one, dog. Then it's going to be it's gonna be the Giants. Because Will Hernandez, like He's you said, dog. you wasn't expecting him to go to the second round at all. But that dude looks like a tank. 
Like when they showed his stats, yeah. like here's the thing. And they like, got him. They got him. I didn't uh, think they. I didn't 33? think drafting Barkley. Yeah, well, they drafted him at like 33, 34. 34. Yeah. So they got him immediately. They was <laughs> Brown said, "You pick one, we pick the yeah, next one." Okay. That that was good. Uh, man. Well, I was that, gonna say Darius Geis. <laughs> woo! Out of what is he going yeah. to? He Washington, right? Washington, yeah. Man, yeah, Washington. that's crazy. The fact. He was projected to go to the Steelers at 28. And granted, them mock drafts, them, some of them experts be putting out was crazy. But the guys, he had first-round talent. But they said that he has a couple personality issues with uh, the reason why he got picked at that. Yeah, yeah, we go to four. Hey, man, I, I don't got a problem with it. I, don't, <laughs> I only want my – only person I want to be a choir boy is my quarterback. Everybody so, else can have a little two, three things wrong. Everybody else can yeah. be – Borderline psychotic. You know who else I thought was a, a value pick, though? Y'all got Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, I was going to say that in round three, but I'm going to tell you who I think, though. And not even a receiver. And y'all know I'm a Steelers fan. Anyone who listens, y'all know I'm a Steelers fan. James Washington at number 60, a lot of value. Y'all not going to believe this. Christian Kirk at 47 overall for Arizona. Wow. Jazz, bro, he can, learn under, he can learn under Larry the Great. Larry, I mean, the yeah. Larry the Great Fitzgerald. And number 47 overall, when he was projected as being a top 15 pick. Yeah. 47, that's pretty damn decent. Yeah, it is. Not, even in, the, not even in the 30s and the high 40s. He got him at 47. I think that was pretty damn good. Can uh, turn yeah. kicks? I'm doing my best not to be biased. You don't like him? Not nah, you want to say Breland Speaks or somebody? No one even know who the no one even know who the hell he was. We only knew the one highlight. We knew the one highlight is because he when he recovered the football in the way. Yeah, I want to say Derek you, Naughty in the third. Who? Derek Naughty, uh, defensive tackle out of Florida State. Hmm. I want to say that was a decent that was no, a decent get. I wanted to be biased. That's why yeah. I said fourth because I want to say Kazir White. Yeah. <laughs> once we once we get to the later rounds, I'm going I'm going to get way biased. Because, oh no! I, I, I was going to be completely biased. Four. I was no. going to be biased in the, uh, who they uh, still picked at one four. Yeah, you already saw his highlights. Who? Uh, Marcus Allen. I think oh, he can tackle. Yeah. I think he can tackle. I yeah. think that is a, as a safety. If you can tackle, and we'll see how you can cover tight ends in the preseason. We, you will be in the sub package. That means yeah. that you will be playing to be about 30, 40 snaps a game. Yeah, that boy. He, yeah, he's a, he's a baller. I, I do like him. Uh, yeah, that that that's a good find for y'all. I'm a, I'm a you pair him up with uh, with Terrell Evans, and you got y'all Morgan think Burnett. Y'all, y'all you got Morgan Burnett as the veteran. Oh my lord, y'all just solved y'all safety problem. Oh no, we have one for a very 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 yeah, very very long just, time. Yeah. It says Troy. It says no before Troy left. Oh uh, Troy, the last two years of his career. I love I Troy, said, but he yeah. could not cover soul. Yeah. He was basically a flex linebacker at some yeah. point. Um, I'm not gonna lie though, I thought. I was, watching, I was watching this part of the later draft with Royal. I thought at number 48, uh, Nasamoah out of uh, UFC's linebacker. Oh, you're trying to No, Wuso, sorry. Um, uh, I, can't, I can't pronounce the Uso's names, man. But um, I thought that he was necessarily a reach at number two in the second round just because he was more of a 3-4 linebacker. However, you sit there and look at his athleticism, he can cover tight ends. Off the flat, and you know, saying in the flat areas and the, uh, the hook and curls, mm. and he can rush the passer. So basically, we uh, the Chargers said, "Hey, we got Bosa and Ingram. Are we gonna add him too?" We probably gonna have him rushing out the edge because because White would be in the in the box holding crossers and tight ends mm. along with Derwin James, and uh, have Desmond King running the safety to free, patrolling the top. Yeah. So he's probably gonna be. Uh, 
we're gonna put movies between y'all. I don't and, and that's the NASCAR package. That's Wilson the NASCAR. We're gonna take, we're gonna take between, we're gonna between y'all and you know we and we gonna switch into this one. Uh, y'all wanna do later picks in the later rounds, uh, best value in the later rounds, or y'all wanna do uh, best drafts in each division? Each uh, division. Best drafts in each division. Yeah, going to jump into that. All right, so we're gonna start into one that y'all know very well, the AFC West. Um, a number, <laughs> a number four. I got the Raiders, just because I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, I thought that they had a lot of value everywhere else, but they chose to go other places. Uh, Colton Miller. They got Maurice Hurst. So Maurice Hurst is a pretty yeah, good seven, one. Sixth. And uh, he won 40 overall. So Adrian uh, Adrian Key, Mar- Marcel Hurst. Uh, they got some good players. I'm not going to lie. They got some good ones. They, but they, beat they, the, they beat the both sides of the line. They did an equal draft. A number three and number three. Now, I know I'm going to take some flat on this. <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> Chiefs at number three. No, that's fair. Because I think that the Chiefs had a great draft. I think they literally they got a whole bunch of players. They got about what is it? They got about six or seven players. About three or four. About three or four. About three or four of them. Three or four of them can play almost every other position. And oh. And number and here's the thing. And number two, yeah. I got the San Diego Chargers. They probably got the second best player in this draft, Darwin James, and where they picked him. And then they got they got some pass rushers. They got some offensive linemen. But the person that has the best team that has the best draft, well, the donkeys up in the Colorado. Let me, you, let, me you, let me tell you what, let me tell you let me tell what they got. They got Chubb. They got Sutton. Look at look at that Sutton got me. Look at That's that Sutton. Me they got here. Sutton. And then they got Royce Freeman, who yeah. broke almost every Pat Ten record as an Oregon running back. I um, know he did, man. But man, he, they had a solid draft. Granted, I don't know anyone past uh, the number 113, Deshaun Hamilton, Penn State, and even then, he was seen as a top uh, 90 pick. And who uh, was it? Uh, Deshaun Hamilton. Oh, he played Penn State. Yeah. What Barkley and them? So they got a. They had a great, great draft. To, uh, as I said, though, they got a quarterback as a stopgap, and they, they got probably going to huh? They got a wide receiver. They got wide receivers now. <laughs> like so. They, they got SMU. Real. That's when you suck. Yeah. Yeah. They said that they he was the best. Real. They said they gave him, he ran some of the better routes out of all the players. And he's got hands. And he got hands. Uh, so what do y'all think? Y'all following that same order? Uh, no. Uh, Denver is definitely not number one. Uh, I'm, uh, I would, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to put Chargers at number one. I really did like their draft, especially Derwin James selection. I really like that. Uh uh, Kaiser White, that's a good pick, and Dylan Cantrell will be a dark horse pick Ooh. for them too. Uh, I really did like their draft. Number two, uh, uh, okay, fine. Number two, number two, number two, I'll go Broncos. <laughs> uh, uh, they they got some solid players out there, you know. Uh, like you said, Royce Freeman. That's a legend. He did pretty good. Cortland Sutton is going to be a monster out there. The fact that they picked him at that right there, pick. that was pretty decent. Yeah, that's a scary pick. And then, of course, Bradley Chubb. They complete, at number five. Yeah, they complete their pass rushing set. Number three, I will go Kansas City Chiefs. And it's not because they didn't have a good draft either. It's, it's not because, because they got it, the, the – And see, the thing about the Kansas City Chiefs, and either personally I gave them a B-. minus. If I were to give these letter grades, number one Chargers, they got an A-. minus. Denver Broncos got to be – and and Chiefs got a B minus, but do you do C plus? They got a they got an eighty. 
And you got Raiders number four. Yeah, Raiders got number four with a C. With a C minus. I let Royal go first, but I want we go. Oh no, I, let I, me finish. I, I agree with him. I was so, gonna say, let me finish uh, because my bad, boss. because <laughs> because uh, because I mean I agree. Like you know we, but see this is what I was saying earlier. The Chiefs drafted for a scheme. They drafted because they saw what was going on the entire year last year, which was when we got into our sub packages. Even sometimes when we got into our base, we could not tackle. We haven't been able to stop the run for at least four years. Yeah, drafted uh, depth as well. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, it, it, it was depth. The these goodness. are depth drafts. Yeah, these are depth draftings, but they're also at a specific spot. Breland speaks. He'll be. He'll that's be coming off the edge. That's the only pick that I got that I really didn't like. I I didn't care too much for it at first, but looking at the scheme, it makes total sense. Looking at looking at salary situation, uh, contract situation specifically, uh, D Ford even makes more sense. Sometimes you got to draft a replacement. Right, exactly, and sure. they're definitely doing that with D Ford, uh, which I think they let him walk, and we'll probably bring Shane Ray in. It's pretty much the same player, but which I don't I don't understand the hype around Shane Ray uh, with Chiefs fans right now. Everybody's clamoring for Shane Ray. He's from KC. Like <laughs> I understand, I understand being from the town, but. I mean, if you're going to clamor for somebody, you might as well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess Shane Ray is a, is a better pass rusher and than... A scheme, and a scheme, and a good scheme, D4, he'll get you D4, But D4 has, to me, D4 has a higher ceiling uh, than Shane Ray. But like I you the said, opposite. No. Uh, but like you said, uh, only because you can You get, said what? D4 has D4 a higher D4 has a higher ceiling than Shane Ray. I can't if agree. You knew, if you knew, if the Chiefs do with D4, like they're going to do with Breland Speaks, I've said this from the get-go. You would get way more out of D4 than you do now. He stays healthier, and he doesn't look like a deer stuck in headlights out there in the field because he's trying to be a linebacker when he's not. He doesn't have linebacker tendencies or techniques. He's a defensive end. He should be playing primarily defensive end, but since you're drafting him to do something else and you're already going to spend all this time and money trying to make him an outside linebacker, that's why they're going to let him walk and bring in Shane Ray. But that's why I say wherever D four goes, he'll he'll still produce if the if the D if the defensive coordinator knows how to use him. All right. But that's just for the Chiefs. Uh, and of course, I said Raiders got last, but like I said, they they're beefing up the line. It's an ugly draft because uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of lineman picks. So and a lot of them, except for Maurice Hurst, except for more Hurst, a lot of these names don't really pop out at you. Uh, uh, they got a punter. They they, <laughs> they got a punter. Uh, but you know, I think Maurice Hurst is going to be their best uh, uh, player out of that out of that draft. So, uh, but yeah, uh, go on the Royal. You, say you got anything on that Royal? No, I agree with everything he's just said. Right. You want to start off with NFC, AFC uh, South? We'll start AFC South since that's the closest thing. I'll okay, I'll let you start it off with Royal. Oh, man. You can go ahead and glance over it. Um, who do you think had the best draft? Th- this one's a pretty even one for me. Uh. That's a hard one. I would say the Colts. Colts had the best one? Indianapolis, yes. Is it because of the Quentin Nelson one or is it because they beefed up yeah. everything it seemed like? And Darius Leonard is, good, uh, is a decent guard. Uh, he's decent. He's a solid. Uh, me personally, I, li- I like there, but they definitely, Quentin Nelson. They're trying to get some tackles. Yeah. Yeah. But Quentin Nelson is probably, that was the, the absolute best that, that, That's the number <laughs> one for me. I would yeah. say number two. Uh, I want to. I like Houston, um, but I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. Okay. Tavin Bryan, they beefed up the line. DJ Chark, he's nice. Ronnie Harrison, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on that one, bud? 
<laughs> like man, that that those three picks right there. Matter of um, fact, I'm gonna switch that. Jacksonville got number one, and Indianapolis got two. Why are you just gonna keep just taking my ideas, man? Like, I don't know about that one. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Well, keep going unless you, you unless you're done. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, three. I like Tennessee. Rashawn Evans was a great pickup. Don't sleep on Harold Landry. He is definitely nice. What? No, go. <laughs> I can't believe you picked Tennessee for three. I can't and believe Texas they, came in last. They, Texas know? had a good drive. I mean, they did. They all four had a great drive. I, well, but you got to number them off somehow, somewhere. True. I mean, all right. So, uh, Luke, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll go. Uh, um, all right. If Since Royal flipped and said Jacksonville number one, I'll go ahead and say Colts got number one. Um, that it's another one of those ugly-looking drafts, but um, – Somehow it works for them because they they managed to put in some linebackers and you know Indianapolis uh, they need some tacklers so they got defensive ends and linebackers in there absolutely need them they got some wide receivers in there you need those two uh, and of course Quentin Nelson I mean you got to do you got a, a flex offensive lineman pretty much who can line up wherever you might need them. One thing you probably can't line. do is play what center. center. <laughs> yeah, and that and, that, and that's and, okay. And he could probably play that if you gave him time to learn snaps and all the other stuff and and reading. Coverages and stuff like that, which he probably already knows how to do as an as an interior line. Well, I see him peel back and block someone from the other yeah. side from like the CD gap. Yeah, opposite CD gap. He's yeah, right. so safety, a safety at a that. safety. He yeah. saw him from where he was. He said, "No one's in my immediate." And who you got at number? Was it number three? Number two. Four? Number two. I'm gonna go with Texans. Gotcha. I like right. Justin Reed up there. Kiki Cote is a good one. Uh, uh, they also. Uh, Man, they got Jermaine Kelly. They they had a decent draft. Well, I guess Jacksonville, I mean, it's a tie for two. Uh, I know Tennessee is last. That's only because they only had, what is it, like four picks? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, yeah, four. Uh, That's you know, good they value, just, though. Yeah. I, I, to me, it does. To me, I, I, I always go, the draft is always about quantity and, and then quality. Only because a lot of these dudes that you draft will also be I mean, Tennessee didn't have a big need for anything specific. Tennessee honestly doesn't really have a whole lot of needs. They're just a team that is right now just needing to put it all together. So, they, Tennessee is not really a, like a, a, I'll repeat myself and repeat what you said too at the same time. Tennessee is not a team in need of players. They just need to work on their chemistry. Right. So that's really why they didn't have the best draft out of that division. To me. All right. So I'm going to, as I said, I'll take it in a different direction. As you said, though, you always go quantity over quality. However, when you sit there and look at it, you get to draft a pool of players and you had to pick the best players. The team that got the best player in this draft was the Colts by far. Mm-hmm. And they had a multitude of second-round picks. In fact, that's what they got, 36, 37, and 52nd. So they have three of them. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have, they have, what, the four of the top 60 players already yeah. rated anyway, you know. Yeah. So obviously you can go with them at number one. However, I'm going to switch it up. If I had to go off the best players in the draft, only one team has two of the top 30 probably, and that's the Tennessee Titans. They have Sean Evans. That's where they picked at number 22. Quality. And where they picked. Well, that was Quan, a good pick. Walquan Smith was the only other linebacker that they said was probably better than him at the inside linebacker position. And the fact that they traded up to get Harold Landry, who they experts were saying that he could have been a top 15 pick. They said that he can get you 15 sacks right now in the right scheme. And then he gets to learn from Mike Vrabel, who one of the best linebackers that we've oh, seen in yeah. the last 15 years. Yeah. And he knows he knows how to play football. 
And granted, as you said though, they don't have a lot of picks. And then I think another one that's a sleeper pick, they have Luke Falk that I think that can literally step in and just win you a game. Because all he does is he knows how to spin that football for you. Marcus uh, he does a lot of picks too. He does throw a lot of picks, but so did so did uh, Marcus Mariota. But that was only because they were trying to make Marcus Mariota. Of course, but what I'm saying is why. What, what I'm saying if you no, want to pocket quarterback, dog threw like six picks in one game, and had to get taken out. I mean, you know, he's an air right quarterback, so it could happen from time to time. Who? But Paul, Paul, yeah, he he had a couple of them wild games. I just I, that's just me being different though, because obviously yeah. I could go because I think it, like as you said though. But then if I do that, then the Colts definitely have to have number two. They just had they had a really down year for a team that really was not all that bad. The two years ago, they stockpiled some draft picks. I think that a couple of them were a couple of reaches. I think uh, Chemical Turi out of Rutgers, uh, that's a little bit of a stretch. Um, they drafted a couple uh, offensive linemen, which you, you need to protect Andrew Luck because, your man, as I said, that, that man's throwing a tennis ball right now. That man is a China dog. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I hope he can step in because I really enjoyed watching him play. I think Jacksonville, I think that they had, from value, they had some damn good picks. They, they got one of the best D tackles. They got a, a wide receiver, DJ Chark. That averaged 20 yards a catch and a quarterback that couldn't get him the ball. They had Ronnie Harrison. They just drafted him over value. They they probably didn't need him, but they said he can he play some football, so we'll draft him. Um, Houston just because um, just because they traded most of their picks for Deshaun Watson, and if you think of it like that, you could have put the Chiefs or the Houston Texans at number one, just because if you think that Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were their picks for this year. Cause they traded them the year previously. Um, you can go with that. Um, but as I said, though, the AFC South will be interesting. I think that um, Tennessee and Jacksonville will be fighting for it again. And I think Houston, if Deshaun Watson can be healthy, the AFC South will be leaving two teams out of the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, we're going to jump into the NFC East. Defending Super Bowl champions, the side of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh... True, man, goodness. Um, yes. Best draft, I think this one might be a unanimous number one, unanimous for all of us. I go with Giants number one. Easy. They got the best football player other than Chubb. It's funny, Chubb, uh, Barkley, or Nelson was just seen as the best football players in this draft. You have one of them, that automatically gives you a, a, a lead over everyone. Oh then they got God. Willie Hernandez at number 34, and Lorenzo Carter. They Watch might out for the, that man. They Watch might have out. the best draft of everybody. The whole I seen, league. They seen as number one and number two. I, I see Lorenzo Carter. I wanted him in the third round. I did. And Mason Rudolph. I'll take the Mason Rudolph just because uh, you need uh, to draft a quarterback of the future if you have a quarterback over 33. Um, that Carter, every time I see him, Rokon Smith and Carter jumped out on my screen. Rokon, uh, what is it, uh, Lorenzo Carter gets to use the sacks. And not only that, they got a D-tackle, what is it, D-tackle, B.J. Hill. Mm-hmm. Any, dude that, any, any dude that has an acronym for his first name is a beast. Like, mm-hmm. let's just let that be known right now. Um, what is it? And then, then Kyle, they got Kyle Edda. Kyle Edda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, like, woo. I they, hate the Giants. Man. man, and all that, was it, they, they go ahead and got rid of some of them uh, fifth and seventh round picks. Got rid of those and got Miami DJ, uh, Miami uh, R.J. McIntosh. Yeah. Uh, number 39, 139. And number two, I'm going with Washington Redskins. They seem to be looked to pick last in this division. 
just because of the talent in itself. But I think that anytime you can go uh, pain, uh, was it uh, thirteen you, overall? Thirteen overall. Guys. Even though I think that that could be he cut might just really got picked in the first round because of what six minutes in the, uh, the playoff game uh, versus the Clemson Tigers. Um, it was you got got Geist at number in your second round. You got an offensive tackle uh, Christian or uh, Garon Christian that protected Lamar Jackson. Need that. Uh, Penn State. That safety. Troy Apke. Troy Apke. 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 Next to Marcus Allen. Hey, Marcus Allen was, hey, if he hit you, the other one got picked the ball off. And he's fast. And he's fast. Uh, Tim Settle. Watched him a few times. And not only that, they got an Alabama uh, linebacker. It was uh, Sean Deion Hamilton. And we never know about Alabama. You got those guys that never play just because they had the five stars and they just, you know, they were rotational special teams guys. But he might be a player for them. Um, and number three, man, I think Philly had a better draft than the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa, I think the, the fact the, 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 no. the fact that they stay the fact that they uh, here here's how cold blooded that they that the Philadelphia Eagles are. And, and Royal talked about this. We watched round two. If you could have seen his face, the fact that that we got breaking news that Jason Witten was going to potentially retire to get a spot in Monday Night Football in the Monday Night Football booth broadcasting. The Eagles heard wind of this, traded up to jump one spot ahead of Dallas and got the best tight end on the board. Who happened to be named Dallas. The Dallas. And then they sent the most uh, – they didn't just send a football player. They sent the kicker to troll Dallas. I think that that is in Dallas. I think that was great. I think that they got uh, – what is it? They got uh, Aiden Maddox in Pittsburgh. You know, I watch my Pittsburgh teams. He's a good. He's a good corner. He's oh, a good Monte corner. Maddox, yeah. yeah, he can play. He can play corner. Uh, and then you got Florida State Josh Sweat. He can play as well. I think he can um, be a player for him. He seemed like he all he did was get pressure in ACC. In Dallas, you gonna rethink that when you go over who they drafted? Man, I'm I, trying to tell you, Dallas. Dallas has the second best draft in this division. If you want to go, you, to me, is New York, Dallas. Washington, Williams is a great Philly. Pig. Kyle Williams is, but I think, but anytime I think you're second round, Rance Armstrong. Are y'all sleeping yeah. right now? Can I get to him? I'm about to yeah. say, <laughs> Bo Scarborough. I know he ain't the best running back, but but, but backing up Ezekiel Elliott, please, man, that draft. Then they got yeah, him. They no, got, and then you got, got Leighton Vanderesh next to uh, so how do you Reed, it depends on behind you behind Demarcus Lawrence and Durant Armstrong. But I got, but I got a question though. How do you? But here's how I'm rating my draft. Anytime I think that your second round pick was better than your first round pick, and your third round pick was better than your second round pick, that takes you down a notch, and not just because. Then you, then that, then you grade your drafts funny. I grade How's the drafts. I graded on who did you get when you got them. What what what? It do, doesn't matter what happened before or after. Who did you get at what point? Did you. that fill a need, or does it really fit your scheme? And I'm sorry, I can't. I but can't look thing, at though, Dallas. Though, and, I can't look at Dallas and see what they drafted and be like, but, "Nah, they didn't do uh, that." But here's the thing, though. As I said, though, who's gonna be able to step in front and like who's gonna be able to contribute early? The Eagles. Durant Armstrong. No, 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 no. But listen, the Eagles just won the Super Bowl, right? And yeah. You got to think on the top of your head, what do the Eagles need right now that they didn't address in free agency right before? That's what I'm saying. They got their tight end, they got a pass rusher, and they got a corner. Everything else is set. They got the running backs. They got the receivers. You Dallas, said the same thing for Cowboys. Dallas didn't get a real wide receiver. They That's got, it. They didn't. They didn't really get a real wide receiver. 
Uh, Michael Gallup, I'll have to watch a little bit more film, uh, film on him personally. But Cedric Wilson as well. I don't know about Cedric Wilson either, but Bo Scarborough is going to be a give good backup. One. That Bo Scarborough, the, the fact that he's at the fact, I don't solid. get that. So what do y'all think about Bo Scarborough? I was sitting there watching it um, just on the... He, he's, he's a good spell. He's a good spell. You're, you're going to be leaning on Ezekiel. He's, he's, he's going to be like LeGarrette Blount goal line yeah. type situation. Yeah. True, I'll give you that. Yeah. Difference is that LeGarrette Blount didn't sleep. Uh, no, no. Difference is... The Bo Scarborough didn't is, sleep LeGarrette Blount. And difference is... Use Ezekiel Elliott as a power running back as well. That's one of his dynamic uh, aspects to his game. It's really going to be when Ezekiel, the older he gets, the more times he needs to take a breather. Who can come in and still produce those those crucial yards, especially in between tackles? And I think both not gonna lie, the running backs that were taken, he's probably or granted, I don't think very many teams took running backs. I think that actually he was the second. He's only uh, this division only drafted two running backs. One at a Dallas, obviously the Giants at uh, Saquon. Yeah, they got they got uh, guys, guys, Saquon, guys, and then third, he's probably the third best running back. And he's definitely that, third best in that division. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, out of that draft. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We got Zeke. We got see what was he behind Bo? Barkley? Behind Barkley and Darius guys? Bo, I would say second. He's not bad. You would take Bo not. over Darius? Yes. You sleep? No, I'm not. Did you yeah. see Bo in college? Bo was Bo. real. Bo was real. Bo, Bo was, was real. real. I got a question. But I got a question. every Alabama got a question. running back has looked real in Alabama. I, ain't, I got a question. Ball. I got one question for you, right? When you watch Leonard Fournette, there was a guy that spelled him and you thought that they were the same running back until you saw that the numbers were different. Geis was that dude. He was. If we're going to completely be frank, and, and granted, and granted, there's a reason why he fell to the second one. But and Bo Scarborough, I get it. He's a great college running when back. They, when they, when when Alabama needed somebody to get them out of trouble, and in the championship game, he wasn't the the, uh, the lead back though. They had a guy that they didn't even he, play he, the guy. Bro, he was I'm never the lead back, but he was also he was always better than the lead back. Who? In the championship oh. game, and the championship game this year, he was he didn't even play in the second half. Really? Yeah, I don't know about that one. I but I, I don't know if he's always been better than the lead back. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, perhaps that's just his role. He's not the he's not the premier back. But no, he's Brandon Jacobs in in the nutshell. Like, but, he's but that's get what I'm saying. The, the league yard. the league is past that. The league is past uh, uh, Brandon. That's what Eddie Lacy can't give uh, beyond. That's true. Nah, that's Eddie, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy can't put down hamburgers. Okay. <laughs> Bo is my man. Fat, bro. I mean, but, you gotta call him man's fat. Like he maybe he has an issue. Cause he's fat. But when, when, when they gotta put incentives for you to keep your weight down, you got a problem. I mean, I feel like everybody really gets those. No, not so, like that. I mean, Mike Wallace got one too, but Mike Wallace had a ridiculous Some are easier. Some are easier. Mike Wallace got five hundred thousand dollars for being under two hundred fifty pounds. Two hundred fifty. His, mo- I think, the most he ever weighed was like two twenty. So that would mean that he would literally just eat Twinkies all day right before the weigh-in, <laughs> right before all the TAs. But as I said, though, the NFC East, that's just a difference in opinion. Yeah. But I feel you, though. I feel you. Dallas had a good draft. I think Dallas had a good draft. I, I just, like I just Maybe I'm just a petty person. I like the fact that Philadelphia stuck to Dallas. I thought that was hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, NFC North. Um, woo! Oh, man. That's tough. That NFC North. Um... Ooh, I am going with I'm going with Green Bay. The fact that you had a problem with the pad with your secondary and you drive two of the top five corners 
at your positions. You got Jair Alexander, and you got Josh Jackson at number 18 and number 45. You got Vanderbilt linebacker Oren Burns. Obviously, if you draft him in, if you draft a Vanderbilt player in the NFL draft, that means he must be halfway decent because they're not really good at football. You got uh, Jawan Moore out of Mizzou. I know he can play. Alabama. They got uh, the punter in Alabama, J.K. Uh, J. K. Scott. And as long as he wasn't the kicker, the one that was kicking that ball in that championship game, I think that's a good pick. Um, who else is it? I think that a number I think that I think that uh, Atlanta. No, 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 no. that's no, 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 no. I think Chicago Bears had the second best draft. They got Walcon Smith, probably the best player in this. And you know, say you draft the best player, that means you you get bumped up for me. You got a center at James Daniels. You got Anthony Miller, one of the top. Uh, what is it? Ten receivers in the draft, which is great. Let's see, Western Kentucky. They get a draft well. Uh, oh my God! I'm not even trying to pronounce that last name. Uh, Wait, who? Joel. Come back. Ian Boomway. Ian Boomway. Ian Boomway. Ian Boomway. Ian Boomway. He. I looked at some of his highlights. He's pretty solid. He's pretty solid. A good pass rusher. Um, the. I got Minnesota at number. Uh, number three. I got Mike Hughes, who was seen as a top fifteen pick as well. And a lot of mock drafts. Uh, Pittsburgh, you got Brian O'Neill, good tackle. Ohio State, Jalen Holmes. Hey, Ohio State produces those pass rushers. Pass rushers. Um, Central Michigan uh, tight end at Tyler uh, Coughlin. I mean, not a lot of good tight ends this year. And then I guess at number four, I got the Ravens got the best one, didn't they? Who was it? No. Whoever got it. Yeah, got they Ravens got the best one. Whoever then I got Lions. Got yeah, then Ryan. Uh, yeah. And then I got the Lions. Um, we got Frank Ragnoy. And they got Karen Johnson. With guys sitting on the board, I think that's just a really big reach. I really do. Yeah. And I think the one player that they said might be the best one is a guy that wasn't even a truly D1 player. That uh, was a Tracy Walker. Are you talking about? At Louisiana Lafayette, DB. Tracy Walker? Oh, you're talking about Detroit? Yeah. So I think they have number four. What do you think, Royal? Uh, well, off top, Green Bay, mm-hmm. they finessed the whole thing with uh getting Josh Jackson and Jair Alexander. Uh, what's his name? Jamon Moore. He's definitely a value pick. Feels the need. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about Cole Madison or Oren Burks, but let's see. I would say number two, Chicago Bears. Did you say that? I did. We, I think we're going to have pretty much the same one. Yeah, pretty one. much. Uh, because who was your four? My four was Detroit. That's a clear four. Because because like, I mean, right now was a good pick, but that is that's a reach. Uh, like you yeah, said, guys, guys still at forty three. I would say we would all, we would all have a. Well, I, I would agree with you. Yeah, I'm so, agreeing too. Yeah, because yeah, here's the thing with the with the whole Detroit one. It was always a whole bunch of head scratchers. I mean, yeah. granted, Auburn's running back, Caron Johnson, he was a good back, but guys were still on the board. And guys That's were seen as the, what, the third best back. Yeah. I think he was better than Penny. So if you, a lot of people think that guys was better than Penny, and he's sitting on the board at 43, 
Draft that. I don't that think pick. y'all give my dude Penny enough credit, man. I like Penny though. I didn't say he wasn't great. You already know I give him. I probably give him my too dude, much credit. My dude, my dude lead, lead, led the nation in receiving yards from a running back and rushing yards. Let's put it like this and see. But I think and that probably return yards. But here's the thing though: if you put him at Seattle behind Seattle's offensive line, is he really going to eat though? Who? It depends on the scheme that they run. You can he can eat with that scheme. Yeah, behind that offensive line. Yes. Yes, he can eat with that. Penny can because he's he's, he's dynamic. Big. Yes, he's. I'm saying they can't block the solo. It was a gel. That's right. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. But you can still. But you can still get Penny on space. Russell Wilson too. Yeah, because they also got Dwayne Brown now, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. You can get Penny in space, but yeah, I agree with you, Kenny. Uh, Green Bay Packers probably had the best draft. Oh, the whole league, like I said earlier, with Jay Alexander at 18, it Josh Jackson at 45. Needs. It put their needs, so that's the best right. draft for them. And Burks at 88, or, or Oren Burks, and then Jamal Moore at 133. Like, that, that, that yeah, their first their first four picks were hits. Question. The uh, Green Bay Packers and Minnesota Vikings, I think that those are the teams that a lot of people think they're going to be the number one and number two in that, uh, AFC, uh, that NFC North. Who do you think was the best corner out of all three of those? Mike Hughes? Jared Alexander or Josh, Josh Jackson. Jackson? Josh Jackson. Jackson. Really, you really probably should have got Josh Jackson before you got Jared Alexander, but if you want to play the game They uh, said Alexander's, uh, they said his ceiling was higher than Josh Jackson. Because, Josh he's, Jackson, because he's, he's lengthier, I believe. Yeah, I think, I think he had better. a little bit more, uh, he, he's a little bit longer than Josh Jackson, but Josh Jackson has a nose for the ball. Like, I, I, like you just, you could tell a dude who can just, see the ball wherever it is. He knows where it's going. He's got those instincts. Jair Alexander is a fantastic athlete, but as far as I would lean towards Josh Jackson with instincts, and when you're a corner, I think instincts go over any kind of physical stats you're going to try to you know put up there. Let's see. Let's, let's try to have a hard one because I feel like that one was a pretty easy division. Let's go NFC South. I think NFC South had a pretty decent one. It's a, it's a little weird one, guys. You're going to have to find the – You got it. You got it, yeah. you got it uh, Royal? Is it NFC South? NFC yeah. South. Yeah. It's going to be right at the end of uh, the yeah. a, a, NFC North. Um, so we got the Falcons. What is it? Uh, Panthers, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. Bucks. That's Woo! a tough one because they had a draft in that division. Oh that was God. a showdown. Sheesh. That was a showdown. All right. Let's go. They were showing down. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to go that way? We don't just go sound redundant. Y'all want to go yeah. starting at four, and then we'll just we'll all name our four, yeah. and then we'll go by one. All right, so we're gonna name our four. I think number four. Ooh wee! I got. <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. Hey, all right, know who number one is. Sheesh. I got New Orleans. I got New Orleans at four. At four. At four. They traded a lot. They traded their first their first round pick, which would have been a later first round pick. It was like 29th, I believe. And they traded next year's first round pick for Marcus Davenport. I think that that could help their defense. I think that put their defense. Defense is already solid, but I think you put another elite pass rusher yeah. prospect. That would help them. I think that they got some value at um, an UFC's receiver at Traquan Smith in 91. But I think that that – I think what you had to give up to get that pass rusher, you could have waited and got another player. You might have been able to get him at 29. Perhaps. What do you think? Again, like I say, I mean, that's the thing about the draft. Especially for us, it's always outside looking in. Like You never really know the reasoning behind picking a player, where you picked him, and giving it up, what you did to go get him. True. But 
I mean, if New Orleans felt and Sean Payton felt that all they needed was a pass rusher out of this draft, then perhaps another. I would do Yeah. Like, go ahead and do that, which I ain't mad at, but like you said, still, uh, you can tell everybody else on this is pretty much. uh, I mean, because they drafted running backs and safety. So, you know, they're drafting camp bodies at that point. So, that's a team that looks pretty much uh, set. set, right, with their roster, except for that, except for uh, Marcus Davenport, which, I mean, if that's what you want it, you go get them. So, you know, that's on them. Uh, Who do they have for, though? Do they have them as well? I'm putting uh, – I'll put them at four, yeah. Only because just of, of what they did and what they got. Yeah, that's number four. Not not necessarily not, but just based draft wise that they didn't do the best out of everybody else in that in that division. Just to be different, I'll put Atlanta at four. I, that was I was I, leaning towards that. I think that the fact that they got Calvin Ridley at twenty six is the only reason why yep. I didn't do it. Because everybody else is pretty much like you know. Uh, but then you can flip it and say the same thing for the Saints because they got. A, Good player with Marcus Davenport and right. nobody else. That's why, yeah, that's why I. So I mean, would you have gone? I see, I see. Really, that's what I was over here mulling over was either putting Atlanta or New Orleans at four. Saints had to give up a first round pick next year. But exactly, that's why I but those are teams who are who are who have a good roster. Um, so yeah, um, Universal, we're gonna go Falcons. Obviously, I think you'll go with New Orleans at number three, Royal. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So at number two, I won't let Royal go. Because I think I know where he's going. Oh, number, number two one. is Carolina Panthers all day. Oh, yeah. so that, that kind of pits. But I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah me too. However, me too. all right, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it since you guys got number two. DJ Moore, they say a lot of the experts think that he was the best receiver. Said he said they couldn't replace me, and they just did. Yeah. So if you, get, if you get a cosign from Steve Smith as as being uh, replaced. you? Right. The next you, then hey. that's that's a good sign. That's you, a you had to give you had to give Cam Newton some weapons. You can't. Yeah. They've given him receivers that are really fast and can't catch, and they've yeah. given them guys who are really big and can't get separation. If you get somebody like Steve Smith to to say they drafted the next him, uh, that's you know, with Greg Olson and McCaffrey. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. McCaffrey has a breakout year this oh, year. He, I, I believe I believe in McCaffrey. It's just New uh, uh, Carolina's had troubles with weapons. They, none of that, they couldn't they couldn't block for him either. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see, uh, DJ Moore. They got Dante Jackson at the cornerback number. They needed Absolutely. some cornerback help. They do another cornerback at eighty five at Rashawn. Rashawn Golden. Golden. Looks like Indiana tight end Ian Thomas. Hey, Greg Olson say he might play for another year or two. Yeah. Um, what is it? That's good. Marquise Haynes because of Thomas Davis. Yeah. So I think they I think they could be seen as my. Yeah, I'll go with the number two as well. I like that DJ Moore pick, and I like the cornerback uh, picks as well. Yeah, DJ Moore pick was crazy. Uh, so I, I guess we all need consensus on number one. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, they got Ta- no, no, no. I'm, I know what you're going to say for Tampa Bay. The fact no, that they got about Ronald the Jones. Pick. That's what I was going to go for. They got Ronald Jones. Jones. They got. Yeah, uh, I know he's going to do that. They got. They, they got some good value. Ronald Jones is severely underrated for some reason. Okay. That's the MJ MJ Stewart as well as a cornerback in North Carolina. Okay. Uh, I think that they said they they said they um I think I was I was watching the draft. They said that they uh I think he left school. He left uh, I think he left uh he went played at community college. He had a couple incidences. He had a couple character issues. But they said as a talent, they a lot of people had him as one of the top corners in that draft. 
Um, let's see here. Yeah, Vita Bay at number twelve. Yeah, that's they just said Gerald. They said Gerald McCoy and Vita Bay will eat. That's basically yeah, what they said. And then they got linebackers. Who they got linebacker? Devontae David and uh, uh, Alexander. Duh. Do they still have uh, what's his name from the zoo? Jacque Smith. Jacquees. I don't think so. The running back? No, uh, linebacker. Uh, he an edge rusher. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. We they got T.J. Ward on that back end. Uh, <laughs> no, T.J. Ward's a free agent. He's still oh, he is. Hey, free agent. Vernon Hargraves is still out there though. Hey, Hargraves, he turned his his year around. T.J. Ward. That's it. Was that? Uh, unfortunately, we got a, we got a couple about about 10, 15 more minutes on the cast just because uh, yeah. we have some technical difficulties. That's However. True. Uh, what do you want to talk about? We got NFC West. We got the AFC North. Let me pick this up. Let's keep going. Uh, uh, let's do NFC West. That's a good one to uh, kind of stop at. NFC West. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one to stop Ooh, That's a good one. Um, let's see. Can we speed through it and get the uh, projections for our divisions? Of course. All right. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Cool. Let's speed through it. Uh, NFC West. I got, I got uh, Arizona, number one. You got the quarterback of the future, Jock Rosen. Probably the best quarterback prospect overall. Um, Pure, you got Christian Kirk. They can learn under the great Larry Fitzgerald. Got a couple offensive linemen as well. That's solid. Um, that's your number one pick? That's my number one. Was it number two? I got the San Francisco 49ers. They got Dan Dante Pettis at Washington. Um, looks like they reached a little bit on that one. They got Mike uh, McGillicky at number nine. That, that's pretty solid for him. Man, you know who I didn't see get drafted was uh, Tarvis McFadden. That's he didn't. Wow. I think USC. I think uh, what is it? Seattle. I think they had the third third best. They had uh, Rashad Penny. A lot of people think that they reached that's that crazy. running back, but he he might eat. He actually might eat for him. I think USC uh, Rashad Green. He's actually pretty solid as well. And then number. Three and number four, you had the Los Angeles Rams. I guess um, Seattle just going in without corners this year. They just like forget about it. They didn't draft one, or I don't even think because who's their corner uh, right now? They got Shaquille Maxwell. Griffin, Byron Maxwell, and Shaquille Griffin. Shaquille Griffin is playing. Oh, Shaquille okay. Griffin. They drafted him. And as I said, like I think Shaquille Griffin might be the best player they drafted that day. Because yeah, if he doesn't, if he has, if he has a second hand, he'd be a top fifteen pick of the time. Shaquille, but I'm talking about Shaquille. Cause I know they got both of them. Shaquille's the corner. Oh, he's already there. Shaquille's one's a corner, yeah, one's a linebacker, yeah. safety, to hybrid type. Okay, I, I'll go. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I agree with you on it. Uh, it's pretty cut draw. Forty Nineers got DJ Reed. That's a that's a steal. To raise more. I'm going to save it. 